irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. He says what he wants, ain't holding nothing back. Got the recipe for life, and he's inspiring. He's not scared of any topic from sex style to gossip. I listen and to hear what Max is saying. LA Talk Radio, this is Max and Friends. This is Max and Friends. I'm your host, Max. Tucci, welcome back to another Sunday night of Max and Friends. Well, you know how we roll here by now since we're on every podcasting platform. Happy Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Whatever day it is that you're tuning in, the one thing I know for sure is I am grateful you're here. And if it's your first time here, where have you been? We have been here for 13 years, giving you conscious conversations. Maybe not all 13 years, but for a huge majority of them. And um, it's called growth. It's called growth. Tonight's show is going to be a wonderful show because it is about ego versus soul. Or is there really versus? Is it ego and soul? Or is it soul and ego? Or what do you put first? My guest is going to be Gordana Bernat. You know I adore my Gordana. Hashtag know the truth. Why knowing who you are changes everything. It's Father's Day. So happy Father's Day to all of those who are fathers and who play the role of father in, in one another, in one, one's life. Um, for those of the fathers that aren't here with us right now, and for the fathers that we had relationships with and truly do miss, the moment of silence is for them because every time we say their name, their spirit, their energy surrounds us. Energy, ancestral energy, if you want it to be part of your life, um, what you're looking for is looking for you. So if you're looking for it, reach out to it. It's surprisingly there. So for all of those fathers, happy Father's Day. Uh, this show might benefit and behoove you fathers uh, because sometimes the male ego is one that's really fascinating and um, taught. So we're gonna do some shattering of patterns and pathology here tonight on soul, ego, and in general, life. You know, it's a conscious conversation, so get your pens ready, it's a life class. Gordana Birnat, you all, I don't have, my next guest needs no introduction. The divine, the beautiful, the wonderful, my friend, Gordana Birnat. Welcome back to Max and Friends. Hi, Max. You know I love to be here. I really, really love to be. Talking to you is like honey for my soul. So I love doing this with you. We've been doing it for a couple of years now. More than a couple. More yeah, than I know, a couple. I, <laughs> I think like five, six, six years Some, maybe? Yes, yeah, something Seven? like that. And I, I remember our uh, first conversation vividly. It was beautiful. It was full of energy. So... Thank you for being in my life. Thank you for receiving me hmm? to be in your life. I'm always, always open for, for great frequencies. <laughs> <laughs> well, you oh. know, I've been, I've sent you a message. I look back and I think it was, who knows when, um, you know, where I am right now is exactly where I'm supposed to be. And that's for all of us for that matter. Me too. <laughs> and um, excuse my allergies for those of you who are listening who are saying, that's not Max, this is me. Um, mm -hmm. Look out, because here I come. So I moved to New York, not full-time, but purchased a home there. And 10 acres of land of pure divine. You know, when, when people say, is there a God? Um, being on this land, I don't have to define what that means, because all that is, is omnipresent. And to walk land that just feels sacred, feels good. Um, there's a documentary called The Biggest Little Farm about a couple who brought together back to life a barren land, hard cracked soil, and created a whole ecosystem. And um, on my little 10 acres, I feel that's what we're doing. So we've been plowing the fields, but I know that too much is given, much is required. And to a property that wasn't abandoned because of the word abandonment, but just because it wasn't the focus for the previous owners, um, gives me great joy to be able to go there and be the steward of this land and to really bring it back to the thriving land that it once was. And I learned some really fascinating uh, 
stories about the property. At one point it was called Great Meadow. And so I believe that that's what I'm going to name the property. And that's what the property will once become again, a great meadow of a flourishing ecosystem that I will bring joy to and will then fill me up with joy too, just because it unfolds naturally. And one thing about being on the property and noticing everything, you know, I say it here often on Max and Friends, is that the beauty about nature is no one tells it how to grow. It just happens. Flowers know how to bloom naturally. They know how to unfold naturally. And another flower will never stand next to another flower and judge it. They will dance together. Is that being egoless, Gordana? <laughs> and is that all soul? <laughs> Where yeah, do we I fall would say, in this? <laughs> yeah, no, but I would say that it is soul. It's spirit and it is soul. The, the flower has a desire, but the desire is not driven by the flower's free will because the flower doesn't have a free will. It has a purpose and it fulfills its purpose perfectly. So it doesn't need to you know, uh, waste energy comparing itself to other flowers. That would be insane. Now, that would be ego doing that. Right. <laughs> so it doesn't have the ego. It, it is fully, utterly soulful. That is why soulful. you get, yes, absolutely. That's why you get um, healing frequencies when you sit outside and you, you know, just watch a flower. That's why I get soulful, F-U-L-L. Because yes. it does fill my soul. To yes. see soulful fills my soul. Um, I mm -hmm. opened up to hashtag know the truth. And I, what I love about the, the oracle in this book is that 175 says, lighten up, play, ask questions, enjoy being you. After all, being you is what you came here to do. It is as simple as that. Is that ego yeah. or is that soul? You know what? I don't think that the both, we, as a human being, we cannot um, separate ego from soul. Because as long as you have a body, you will have an ego. An ego is like a shadow. It is always there. It's just a question of how big your shadow is. Are you standing straight under your sun on your own shadow, owning it? That is when you are present in the now moment when you're allowing your soul to be your guide in this world when you start thinking about the past or worrying about the future it's like the sun isn't straight above you and your shadow becomes much bigger than it actually is so you are the owner of your ego but if you forget that you're the owner of your ego if ego drives you that is when the world becomes insane and not soulful as the flower. Okay, I have to ask you this question because that's twice yeah. now that you said insane. And I don't think I've heard you <laughs> say that word twice ever. So I'm going to pull back a little bit from the show and ask you mm. first and foremost, how are you? What's going on? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I, I am, I'm good. I really am good. I'm working on a, on a, on a, on a course which is about memories and I'm enjoying this so much. I'm going back in memories and, and looking at childhood patterns and contamination, you know, with belief systems. And I love that. So I'm actually in a really good place. Good. But I look at the world outside and I see that there's a lot of egos and a lot of collective ego mind working and fear. And that to me is insanity. So maybe that's why I'm using the word mm. so much. I've but never heard you say it twice in less than one minute on the show. Um, so I'm just noticing I... the word. So there is a frequency <laughs> out there, which is why I think the importance of this show is right here, right now, because mm. it will put a blanket over the insanity. And when I say a blanket, mm. it's not going to stop it. It's going to just cover it for a while. So that's cuddle what our it. show is going to do. It's going to cuddle it. It will cuddle the insanity, which I think is very doable. We need to cuddle yes. the insanity because the yes. insanity, just like everything else, needs to be validated. It wants to be seen. Yes. It wants to be heard. And it wants to be told it yes. matters. And sometimes yes. we do need insanity so that we can understand what it is to be sane. So yes. I appreciate the insanity. Yes. <laughs> and I appreciate the insanity like because I celebrate the sane. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't Absolutely. celebrate the insanity. <laughs> To celebrate the, the, the other side of it. Right. But this is the truth about our reality. Everything 
there is a polarity which we cannot escape. This is why I say that ego and soul, we see it as a polarity here, but it actually isn't because you're in my book, I write about the ego as the container of all your desires. So the ego is not a bad thing in itself. It becomes something that can drive us insane. One more time, <laughs> insanity <laughs> that can drive us insane. If we think that we are the, the, the container, mm. we have to know that we are the soul owning the container, using the container in order to explore a physical reality, which is based on polarity. So every time you look at beauty, you're at the same time, you're creating ugliness because you have to have something to compare it compare. with. Yeah. Uh, yes, otherwise, what is beauty? It's an, it's, an, it's an experience, but it is heightened when you can compare it to something else. And this is what we're doing here on mm. Earth in this physical body. For me, your body isn't a thing. It is an extension of your soul. So body and mind are one and the same thing. It's just a, a difference in frequency. Your soul is vibrating on a high frequency. Your mind is vibrating on a slightly lower frequency. And then your body vibrates on a, the lowest of frequencies. But it's one and the same. It's made of the same essence. So there is no separation between body and soul, ego and soul. There is no separation. It's a question of a gradient. It's a question of presence. When it comes to soul, it's a question of how awake you are to where you are and who you are at that moment. Being very present and mindful is to come closer to your soul and a little bit further away from the ego. But it's a, mm. it's a gradient. There is no separation between the two. So I think... When we speak about it and we say ego versus soul or can, dis, disintegrating the ego, making it disappear, that it's impossible because it's one and the same thing. It's just a question of frequencies. Mm, it's like degradé. It just starts yes. at one color and goes to another. But yes. they're, <laughs> they're all still yeah. coming. So, you know, before we get into, I just want to look up the definition of insane, which is an mm -hmm. adjective, which is in a state of mind, which prevents normal perception, behavior, or social interaction. Mm. Let's define what state of mind means to you, Gordana. What does state of mind mean? State of mind means the atmosphere in which my thoughts are produced. That is what it That's means to me. Right <laughs> yes, tweet it right now. <laughs> My state of mind is all, it, its original state is stillness. And then there are thoughts coming all the time. And my thoughts depend on the mood or the emotions that I put to them. So that would be my state of mind. If I am all over the place, is if my thoughts are pulling in all directions, I would feel like I'm insane because I can't focus. I can't bring them to one place so that I can have control over them in my mind. So that to and me that's is, the difference for me. For me, I like mm -hmm. to have the million thoughts because then I feel like mm -hmm. I can pick which one I want to do at that moment. <laughs> <laughs> and I operate off of that. I, I you know, yeah. like when I was saying with the new house, my dreams are keeping me awake. In the essence, there are mm -hmm. so many thoughts that it's just for me, which one do I, it's like trying to catch a shooting star. Which mm -hmm. one do I want to catch first so that I can do? So for me, mm -hmm. it, it almost like it invigorates me to want to mm -hmm. think more so that I can think about doing all these million things. And then somehow mm -hmm. miraculously they all get done, which that's what fascinates me somehow. <laughs> of course, because as we always say, it is your, your desires and your state of mind is always mirrored in your outer reality. So whatever you are, whatever you're exploring in your mind will be mirrored in your reality. And you choose the bright, the, the funny thoughts, the beautiful ones, the desires that you have, but not all people do that. Mm. Most people do not 
choose the bright ones and the beautiful ones and the funny ones. Most people have an atmosphere before these thoughts come that is of a lower frequency. And then the only thing they can see is the, the, the negative thoughts. Are we taught that? Yes, absolutely, so, without a doubt. No child does this by itself. Are we taught ego? No, ego comes with the body. You, Are we taught not, soul? No, it, it is there from the beginning. It's a question of how we use it. Ego is a tool in this reality. We, it's like being born with a hammer. You have it in your hand and you have to use it in one way or the other. So mm. it's a question of what kind of... Do you build of, with it or do you destroy with it? Yes, exactly, exactly. Because a hammer a can do both. I've been using one for the last month and a half. <laughs> <laughs> and I've been hanging things up with one and I've been tearing things down with one. So that's yes. perfect example of, of yes. ego as hammer. Do you choose yes. to build with it or destroy with it? Exactly. And that's ego. And yes, ego will do anything for you, but you have to be awake. You have to ask yourself, Am I awake? Where is my What does it mean? Right what now? does it mean, am I awake? Because, you know, we have the kids are using woke. They're so woke. Everyone's yeah. woke. What mm. does awake mean to you? Awake means present. Looking at the now moment without any judgment, without any garbage from the past or worries from the future. It means being present, being mindful and present in the now moment, being able to observe yourself and your reactions and actions. Let's say that you're in a state of anger and you ask yourself, where is my mind right now? Well, it's in a very angry place. That is a signal that you are not operating from soul source. You're allowing ego to drive you. Mm. Everything that is Love and above comes from soul source. Everything that is lower than that is activating an activated ego acting for you. Usually when you react, it comes from ego. Sometimes the ego will save you. If there is a car coming towards you and the ego goes with fear, run. That's the ego waking you up. But usually the ego will paint a picture that is not true because it uses the past in order to project images in your mind and tell you, look, this is what happened the last time. So you're not present in oh, the it's now a moment. Great, it, it holds you hostage. It will hold you yes. hostage. Yeah. Yes, it will yeah. hold you hostage in the past, but it can also hold you hostage in the future because it will project things. What if? What if that happens? What if this happens? The only can it propel, way, though, can it propel your present? How do you mean? Can Meaning you, like, ego. For me, I don't, I see ego as a high vibration at most times mm -hmm. where it's not like, mm -hmm. oh, I'm the best, but I know what I've done to be where I am. So therefore it propels me in my present moment yes. to give myself a standing yes. ovation. And it's not to be uh, boisterous or, you mm -hmm. know, uh, uh, egotistical in that way. It's, yes. to, it's to say, do you, I hear me, I see me, I matter. Do you hear me? Do you see me? Do I matter? So can yes. ego then work in that propelling you in the present as well? Yes, absolutely. It can, because it, it, the, the question here is, what is it that you're doing with your ego? Are you being kind to yourself? Because your ego contains, as I say, all your desires. It also contains all your goals. And if, he, if it comes from a soul space, your goals and your desires are not harming anyone and you're pursuing your goal. Let's say that you want to write a book. You need your ego in order to write the book. Otherwise, you <laughs> won't write it. So, of course, you need the ego as a tool. You can use it to propel your dreams, to propel your, your, your goals and to reach your goals. But if the ego drives you totally and you can go over dead bodies in order to get what you want, then you're misusing the ego or the ego is using you. You are not using the ego anymore. It can become almost like a being of its own if you fall asleep to who you are. And when I say fall asleep, it is when you are not present in the now moment, being present in the now moment is allowing soul source, which is always love, compassion, understanding, kindness 
not allowing that through you, then you have fallen asleep to your soul source. The more pain, emotional pain you're experiencing in your life, the more it is a signal that you're not, that you're deviating from your soul source, that you're not using your ego the right way. So you need to find a way to soothe yourself in order to come back into the loving space. Got you. All right. We're going to do a little workshop right okay. here. Let's um, do. <laughs> and I know you're transparent and I know that I can do this with you because you speak your truth. Hashtag know mm -hmm. the truth is your book. So obviously you speak mm -hmm. your truth. Um, and for those of you who are tuning in right now, I'm your host, Max Tucci. Mm -hmm. You're listening to Max and Friends. My guest, Gordana Bernat, the book, hashtag know the truth. Why knowing who you are changes everything. Tweet me at Max Tucci, Instagram me there as well. And Gordana at my power talk. Wow, we just got so professional there, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while since I've been on air. No, no. Yeah. So, um, you know, when I was dancing with this idea of soul versus ego, and the word versus always just didn't feel right because it's not one versus the other. You know, it's mm -hmm. learning how to, to live in harmony with both of them. So yeah. when versus becomes the word in between the two, it disconnects them. Um, instead of connects mm -hmm. them. So I want to mm -hmm. kind of connect the ego and the soul right now. So I have a few mm -hmm. questions prepared um, for you. And then in fairness, you could throw them back to me um, right. because I know you like to do that. So <laughs> in a good way, in a good way. Yeah, so yeah. number one, what traits does your ego possess? It, it contains my desires it take, takes care of my desires, but it has a backside. It can sometimes make me fall into victimhood. So I need to wake myself up from that. Mm. Mm. So and you? For, for me, my ego loves being perfect. <laughs> that simple. You know, it's like, what would Martha Stewart do? Um, yeah. And if it's not, it will make me go into hibernation almost. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. um, and also my ego, I say, is friendly and stubborn. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like the perfect child in the sense of mm -hmm. friendly and stubborn. It will hug you, but it will also kick you if it doesn't want to go to the beach. <laughs> yeah, that, that's you know? a nice thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's kind of what my ego is. Um, mm -hmm. On the soul version, what traits does your soul possess? My, it, it is who I am. It is who I am. It is everything that I dream of in this world. It is everything that I want to explore, feel, be in this world. It is all encompassing. It is everything. Mm, I love it. It is everything. For me, I said, my soul is carefree, sweet, gentle, caring, and loves to help. My soul is a dream living in a reality, dancing on a planet that is spinning within me and around me. Mm, beautiful. That's what my soul is. So <laughs> we're asking questions about my ego is, my soul is, and do take part in writing these down. I think it's very therapeutic to understand who you are, who your ego is, who your soul is, so that you can remove the word verses and you can link them together so that really the takeaway from the show is that you live a harmonious life and you, do, you are happy. You know, happy is, mm -hmm. is a beautiful place to go. So what situations, Gordana, make your mm -hmm. ego come out to play? Mm. When so to play, that means what, you, what do you mean by play? My mean, ego my comes ego out to play active? when. Uh huh. Okay. Well, if <laughs> there are, there's a positive and a negative way of playing for my ego. When my ego is activated, and I can feel that it is activated, it it would be when someone tries to dominate me, mm. when someone tries to um 
to dominate me. And I've learned how to pull back from it and feel that, okay, my ego is activated. I know exactly when my ego is activated so I can pull back a little bit. Mm. But my ego can also be activated in a different way when it comes out to play is when I want to, let's say that I want to write my book and I want to become creative. That is when I use my ego in order to become creative. I can go outside and buy something or eat something that I really want to eat. It, it focuses me on creativity and joy in a way that my soul doesn't because I rest in my soul and I'm active in my ego in a way when it is creative. Mm. I like that. Tell so me. My ego comes out to play. <laughs> um, my ego loves attention. Uh. Um, yes, and it's does. not that I don't get enough of it, <laughs> mm. but my ego does love attention and sometimes it will do whatever it needs to in order to get it. Mm. Um, and that's something that I've learned over the years to kind of like mm -hmm. lower the intensity of my ego needing attention. Mm -hmm. um, so that's kind of where I, I stand in when my ego comes out to play. For me, I look at it as a word. I look at it as play being, you know, um, devious, you know, like a, the ego mm -hmm. comes out as like this little rotten child sometimes, mm. you know, that, that needs yeah. attention. Yeah. Because for me, play is more like having fun or something. I, I usually talk about activating the ego when you feel that the ego is activated and mm -hmm. it can be a, for instance, a lot of women can feel that their ego is activated when they feel like victims and it becomes mm -hmm. something that they stay in, so to speak. So it's a question of knowing when the ego is activated. For me, for instance, my heart starts beating faster. Yeah. I start breathing in a shallow way and mm -hmm. I know that I, uh, I have activated my ego. Yeah. And as soon as I, yes, and, and as soon as I know that, I can either, as I say, use it if it is in a creative way, or I say, nope, not going down that slope. And I stop myself. And that's when I ask myself, where is my awareness? What am I occupied with? Why do I feel activated? Yeah. And then I can pull back a little bit. So uh, for me, it's uh, more of realizing when I, my ego is activated. Mm. So Next what... Question. What situations make your soul come out to play? We'll finish this uh, sentence. Mm -hmm. My soul comes out to play when? When I'm together with my husband and my son, when I am out in nature, when I can smell the flowers and feel the sun and taste the salty water of the sea. It's always, I'm always connected to my soul when I'm outside, even if it's raining, I'm, I'm connected to my soul. It connects me so fast to my soul. I can be connected to my soul when I look at art. I can be connected to my soul when I hear music. I can look at a candle and I'm connected to my soul. Almost anything can connect me to my soul. I would say that I'm almost always connected to my soul. It is when my ego is activated when I fall asleep to it. But that is, that is something that is not my natural state of being. So I, I'm always connected to, the, to, mm. to soul source. Oh, I love it. And for me, it's the same. I said, mm. my soul comes out to play when there is laughter, joy, creation, peace, yes. and justice. Justice yes. makes my soul sing. My soul comes out to play when all that is rises up to meet me and says, I hear you, I see you, and you matter. Mm, beautiful. Next question. <laughs> what keeps your ego going? My ego feels alive when... My ego feels, that's a strange question for me. My ego feels alive. Again, it's activated. It's not alive. It's activated. It is. So my ego feels activated when? When I'm out of tune, when, I, when I'm judging, when I'm resisting, when I'm blaming, that is when it feels like it is alive. Mm. For me, There's I said, no... 
Yeah, I yeah. said my ego feels alive when it's fed by external compliments, not validations. Mm-hmm. Mm, well, that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Really? And then what keeps your soul going? My soul feels alive when? Yeah. Mm, my soul feels alive when I when I'm connected to my husband, really, physically, oh, spiritually, emotionally connected to him. My soul feels alive when I look at my son and I see the beauty in him. My soul feels alive when I look at the sunset. My, my soul feels alive all the time, Max. <laughs> it's so hard to find one thing. It my soul, feel, I can activate that part of me anytime I want. It's actually, I, I, I almost think that it's a skill nowadays because most people I meet are not awake to, the, to their soul source. Yeah. I mean, let me just give you one example. I was watching a woman bicycling and she was bicycling past me like this. And I turned the corner and I could see she was so angry because she was, there was sun in her eyes. This was in the beginning of April. The sun is, the sun was in her eyes and it was, and she was angry because the sun was so low and she was talking on the phone and she said, I hate the effing sun. And she was bicycling like this. And I turned the corner and I could see a beautiful rainbow behind her. And she was not seeing the rainbow because she was hating the sun. Oh. Now, you see, oh. you see. You how need to crazy. just let that digest. <laughs> yes. And listen to this hating the sun in a country which is in the northern part of which never the, has sun <laughs> it almost never had in april we love the sun because in the summertime we have a lot of sun but april that's the first sun and she was yeah. hating the sun because it was in her eyes then i was thinking woman turn your head and look there's a beautiful rainbow behind you to me, that is to be totally, utterly asleep and totally, utterly in your ego. If you miss the beauty of the sun and the rainbow that is created by the rain, mind-boggling how you can be so asleep. So for me, I am always on because I notice all these things. And I see that most people are not because they're in a hurry. And this is what ego does to you. It rushes you. It wants you to hurry. It wants you to move along it knows everything you don't need to find out stuff it knows everything already so it keeps you in a very very small place if you allow it to drive you if you're not present to what your soul desires to explore in this reality mm. facts that, this yes. is now hashtag know the facts <laughs> <laughs> Or just simply hashtag facts. <laughs> hashtag facts. <laughs> so for me, I said, my soul feels alive when I create, when I love, when I inspire, when I motivate, when I meditate, and when all that is rises up to meet me, embraces me, and says, I love you without having me to say, I love you in return. Oh my God. It's unconditional. Of course it is. That's it. Standing in that unconditional, love. yes, unconditional. Yeah. But that is the only place where you can get it, truly get it. Unconditional love must come from your own soul source. That is how unconditional love is created in this physical world. It has to come from us. If I want unconditional love, then I have to allow it through me. Because if I want it from someone else, that is wanting. It's a frequency. It is a, a condition. If I need it, it's a condition. So how do I get it? Well, I have to stand in it, which means I'm the portal and I allow it into this world through me. That's how I stand in the frequency of unconditional love. And that's how we create unconditional love in this world. I can't, I can't ask you Max, for unconditional love. You can give it to me. And if you give it to me without me asking it, I will feel it. But if I want it, if I ask for it, and if I think I need to get it from the outside, I will not get it. 
It has to come from inside, from me. No conditions. Yeah. I love That's this very- show. <laughs> I do too. Oh my goodness. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. So there's a lot of questions. If you're tuning in right now, I'm your host, Max Tucci. My guest is Gordana Birnat. The book, Hashtag Know the Truth, Why Knowing Who You Are Changes Everything. Father's Day. Happy Father's Day to all of you fathers out there if you're tuning in and you haven't heard it. Hear it from us first. Happy Father's Day. We're not judging you. You do the best you know how to do. You do you. Happy Father's Day. (laughs) Happy Father's Day. Happy (laughs) Father's Day. All right. So questions that I'm sure people are asking. um, We'll break it down this way. You know, none Mm -hmm. of these are scripted. Everything uh, with our shows, they just unfold this constant conversation. Um, I love that. But I would like to create more or less a soul food list. Mm-hmm. A soul food list. Um, so what can you do, Gordana, if your soul is craving love, affection, or adoration? What, can, what, what do you do if that's what your soul is craving? If your soul is craving love. You have to uh, work a little bit more on that because what does that mean that your your soul is craving love? Did you say that? Mm-hmm. Your soul does not crave. It doesn't crave love. Your soul is love. Why would it crave, crave love? I'm sure people, listen, here's why I think that question is important. Because people are conditioned and taught to think that their soul craves something. Oh, no, it's perfect as it is. It doesn't crave anything. We know that. <laughs> yes, we know that. We know that. What ha- yes, what happens is that the ego puts boundaries around you, which makes you feel like there is not love enough. So it's the ego tricking you to feel that there is no love. Soul would never crave love soul is love when if you feel that way then that means that you're not allowing that love to be there you're not allowing the flow of love to come through you there there are barriers which the ego has put there Mm. soul is love it doesn't crave anything it just is presence and unconditional love in each and every one of us so what can we do if we are craving love Meaning your ego craves love. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you have to talk with your ego then to see what this narrator is telling you. What is the story that this narrator is telling you that creates lack where there is none? Mm. So that goes for everything then. So if your soul, rather your ego is craving, because I guess we can mm-hmm. say the ego craves, the soul just is. Would that be accurate? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. So that, yeah. If the ego is craving attention, mm-hmm. what do we do? Same thing. Find Same out what thing. the point is. Yes. Asking the question, what is the story that I keep telling myself? Because the one that is talking in our head, we all actually have two voices and we all know that there is a bully and then there is a friend. And if the friend speaks to you, then it's a little bit closer to your soul. It will Mm. soothe you. It will help you to find your way back to soul. But if it is the bully, which is usually taught, which is something that we've picked up when we were children, depending on how our parents were, how much love we got then, if this bully keeps telling you the story of your life, then you will be in craving all the time. And that is a signal that you have a highly activated ego. Ooh, a highly activated ego. So how, yes. do, we, how do we take that from a 10 to a 5? <laughs> 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 by, by actually to tracking the narrator to start listening to what is it that I'm saying to myself how much of this is true mm-hmm. most of it is not true 
most of it is not true. Let's say that the ego projects project something in the future. You'll never get that job. For instance, it will project something that will bring lack to you. You get afraid because this is what the ego tells you. Mm-hmm. You have to be able to question it and say, wait a minute, where am I right now? Well, I am here right now. The future has not happened yet. This is a mind movie. I think Byron Katie calls it that you've been mind movied when you have these cravings or uh, feelings of lack or wanting something and feeling that you will not get it because you're not worth it. This is mind movies that the ego is giving you. So mm. there is no truth in them. It sounds like the truth because you're used to hearing it, but it's not. If you pull back and you say, no, where am I right now? And you say, I am here. And then you look around, see what you have. Look at the water and the glass or the, the, the candle that you have there or something that will pull you into the now moment. You can soothe that so that you can lower it from 10 to 5. Just by breathing, just by being present in the now moment. Mm. Breath can bring you back in the now moment. And then knowing, just the knowingness, the awareness that the voices that you hear, the positive and the negative voices, are not you. You're the one listening. That is the real you, the one that listens, not the one that talks. We all have this narrator, but we're the one that we're listening and we can say no to any of it. Two questions. Mm-hmm. What, is, what is hashtag know the truth? What is it? My book. That is the name of my book. And then who is hashtag know the truth? I am. <laughs> no, everyone that reads the book is hashtag know the truth. <laughs> yeah. No, but knowing the truth for me is actually to understand who you really are. When you know who you really are, the truth is very simple. It is not complicated at all because you're the observer exploring this physical reality. We could put it this way. You're the stillness looking at movement. And through your ego, you're choosing what movement you want to explore. The movement is going on in this infinite, formless intelligence which is the same thing as your mind. And whatever it is that you want to explore, you remember we said that the ego is the container of our desires. So through the ego, we are picking out stuff in this formless field and that becomes our reality. If we are not awake and if we are not fulfilling our desires here, then It feels like we're living someone else's life because the ego takes over and picks out stuff and it becomes random and scattered because we are not present. We are not directing the ego. It does what it wants. It does what it wants. Mm -hmm. You know, I like to say that I am the silence in the symphony. And then I like to say mm-hmm. that sometimes I'm the symphony in the silence. <laughs> yeah, there's the duality of that. And that's yes, it's and true. <laughs> yes, it's And to me, truth. that's the de- definition of ego and soul. I yes. am the silence in the symphony. I am the symphony in the silence. Um, yes. You know, what happens now is the illusion of time is before us. I know. It's always now, like that. We do have a few extra moments. So yes. what I would like to do is first and... Thank you for joining me. Thank you. <laughs> and also thank everyone for tuning in. You know, 13 years we're here mm-hmm. now. And um, I must apologize to all of my listeners in the sense that I haven't been giving you more live shows and that I've been doing best of shows. But the best of shows are curated because they're shows that I really love and that I want to share again. So know that even though it's not, I'm not live with you in the moment, there was thought behind choosing them to play in that moment. So just understand that. <laughs> Max, listen here. Quality over quantity, yeah. always. 
Absolutely. And that's for lovers as well. So for those of you yes. listening, remember that as well. <laughs> self-worth, <laughs> self-worth, self-worth. Um, Gordana, would you, so you've, I noticed your glass of water, you noticed your glass of water. And the reason why I bring that up is because I need you to drink that glass of water because you're about to read from your book. <laughs> oh, all right. Mm. Um, and we've done this before because it is my intention, it is my belief, it is my desire and my want, so it is my soul and my ego that wants you to have an audiobook. And I know that if we can't get it from your, from your publishers, we yep. will do it here right on Accent Friends. Yep. <laughs> so with that said, start from Truth Thought 70, go to 70, 71, and then finish us out through the end of 72. It's a couple of paragraphs, but here's why, listeners. Take this moment as literally a meditation. As Gordana's voice is spoken and you hear it and you receive it, allow yourself to close your eyes and go into a space where you open your soul, where you open your ego and you say, I am here right now, I receive. So receive these words, they're a gift. I promise you that, I know that for sure, that Gordana's time is very valuable in the sense that she has a million things to do. And the fact that she's here spending it with us, it's an honor, it's a gift, so respect it. Shut out all the noise, tell the kids to get out the room. And if you need to hear this again, you can go to latalkradio.com backslash max. You can hear it on Podbean. But this moment now is a sacred space, a self-worth space for you. So Gordana, I seldom, you know this, let someone take over my mic. I know. <laughs> Wendy Williams always says, don't let them take your mic. But the first time one is a friend, Gordana has been here so many times that it's not even family anymore. It's just all that is, is present. So dive into hashtag know the truth. If you need to a summer read, summer is upon us. If you need a present to buy, you know, I will always support and love and honor this book. So get it. You can get it in many languages now. And Gordana now will read Hashtag know the truth from 70 through 72. All right, here we go. If it feels good, trust it as true. If it feels bad, discharge it as not true. The same goes for your reality. It manifests through your deepest thoughts and strongest beliefs about yourself. When you change a belief, you change your perspective and thus your point of view. Since you are the observer and creator of your reality, it has no other option but to change accordingly to the viewpoint you choose. You're always creating, either through positive beliefs and desires or negative beliefs and fears. The choice is always yours. When you choose to change, your reality must change accordingly. It simply has no other choice. Ego is an important aspect of being a human being. In itself, ego is actually not a bad thing. You want me to continue? Okay. There is a common belief about the ego. We are taught that ego is not good for us and that we need to become spiritual and one with our source, all that is, in order to know who we truly are. But the way I see it, this is not how physical reality really works. I see ego as a neutral tool that simply has the task of separating something out from all that is and defining this something's boundaries or limits. And it does so for a reason. In order for all that is to experience itself as me or you or anyone else, it needs to focus consciousness in one point. Ego is that focusing tool and closing a central point of activity for your spirit to inhabit. So in itself, ego is not a bad thing. It is an important aspect of being a human being, enabling your soul to focus itself into a body and experience physical reality. Without your ego, you would not know where you end and outer reality begins. Ego helps you define you. 
It is when humans forget that ego is just a focusing tool and ego becomes their prime and only identity, that it turns into a negative force perpetuating fear and hate. Initially then, ego is not a negative thing. It is a neutral device that focuses you into being you. And furthermore, your ego contains your aspects. Oh, I'm sorry, let's say. And furthermore, your ego contains your specific desires, wishes, and passions, all of which are important for the spiritual evolution of the human species. But ego needs to be balanced with the knowledge of our infinite eternal spiritual source. Our source, all that is, is inclusive, inviting, embracing, infinite, and limitless. Ego, on the other hand, is separating, excluding, defining, finite, and limiting. It has to be in order for you to be focused on being you. And being you. The whole yes. purpose of this show is being you and me being yes. me. I'm going to leave you all with this because I love you for tuning in. And I know we've got to wrap this up. And thank you, Ronan, for giving us some extra minutes. But it's a song that I love and I sing often when I'm in the barn in New York, which is this magical barn. And the song goes as this. Dear God, dear stars, dear trees, dear sky, dear peoples, dear everything, dear God. God is inside me and everyone else. That was or ever will be. I came into this world with God. And when I finally looked inside, I found it just as close as my breath is to me. Mm, beautiful. I Take love that, that into this week. Take that into this week that God is inside you and everyone else. And when you finally look inside, you'll find it. I love you for tuning in. Cordana, thank you for being here on Max and Friends. Thank you, Max. I'm going to talk to you after the show. And for all of you listening again, happy Father's Day. Love your father. Even if you hate him, love him, even if it's for today. Don't <laughs> pretend it. You know, put the ego aside and let the soul come in and say thank you. Because without that sperm, you wouldn't have been here. So remember that. <laughs> you have purpose. And so did your father. And maybe you are his purpose. So love him a little bit extra today. I love you all for tuning in. Until next time, good night and good karma. And remember to take life to the max. I'm your host, Max Tucci from Max and Friends. <laughs>